This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. What is up, my people? It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. No Canty, no Carlin. I'm Michelle Smallman. He's Aaron Goldhammer. Aaron, I don't think what what is up, my people, is that bad. I think what we should up, ride with people? it. Here's the problem. It's not what he said, Michelle, the way he said it. <laughs> Guys, do we, do we have it? It is so priceless. It's the epitome of someone trying to sound cool and failing miserably to sound cool. Yeah, we need to hear it. I know we played it yesterday. We heard it yesterday in the open. I still don't think it was that bad. He said it with confidence. He what is up, his- my people? See, he said it with his chest. <laughs> I love it. I know. What you know, the- is up, my people? <laughs> what is up, my people? <laughs> I'm Chris Carlin from ESPN Radio, and I never host Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And yes, man, that is absolutely. I once said on wax on the air. Oh, no, you didn't. And it sounded just as uncomfortable. Like, put this on wax. And <laughs> it just. Oh, wow. Look, man, I'm really white. And I'm. <laughs> Very, very aware of my overall level of whiteness. What's up, Michelle? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, too. You know, the kids, the the youths these days, they would call that chuggy. That, you know, we in our 30s and above are trying to be cool like that. They would call that chuggy. I don't know if chuggy still a thing. See, I might be chuggy by even saying chuggy. But I remember when that went down. And what's um, the other one, Riz, everybody talks about right now? Oh, do Riz, I, have, do I Riz, have any, do I have Riz or no? Well, Riz is like swag. It's like charisma. It's like if you're hitting on someone, can you secure the date? Yeah, yeah. You're married, Aaron, so of course you got yeah. Riz. Absolutely. Yeah, you got Riz. That's you were right, able baby. to pull. You got Riz. You got a great I got wife. Hey, I don't know if I have America? any Riz. <laughs> it's Mr. Riz over here doing some radio this afternoon. Sorry. Um, sports. Should we talk about sports? Anybody? Sure. Aaron Rizhammer here on Candy Carlin on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And we do have some sports tonight. We have two preseason NFL games, the Texans and the Patriots and the Vikings and the Seahawks. Aaron Rizhammer, excuse me, Aaron Goldhammer. We are excited for the music. Feel feel the energy. Yes. Are are we excited for the football is the question. How locked in are you going to be? So I will watch the beginning of the Texans and Pats, I guess, just out of sheer morbid curiosity on C.J. Stroud. But this product, preseason football, is about as bad as anything this side of the Pro Bowl games or whatever it is that we're trying to do now to represent a Pro Bowl game that nobody wants to play in. Michelle, I'm spoiled. You know, I like and the NFL does an amazing job with high-caliber sports entertainment all over the place. Don't get me wrong. It's the greatest reality show in the world. Yeah. Their preseason product is terrible. It's still terrible. And now, in this day and age, I mean, when we were kids, you know, I was growing up in Denver. John Elway played in preseason games. By the third game, he was playing three quarters in the preseason game. Right. There will be bona fide stars of the NFL who won't see a second on the field until September 7th, 10th, 11th, whenever it is that their team starts. Because they want to avoid injuries. We were talking about it prior to the show. How many preseason football games are really memorable to you? And our answer was when star players get hurt. That's what we remember from yeah. preseason games, unfortunately, is the big-time injuries that happen. So yeah. if, if you're a team, if you're a player, you want to preserve yourself. You want to get those reps in camp where it's a controlled environment. Not that 
in preseason games, you're going 110%. But you want to make sure that everybody is healthy for week one. I mean, who could forget when Blaine Gabbert led that game-winning drive, when Chase Daniel hit that? Like, is there a preseason highlight that comes to mind? And take, I brought up Michael Vick getting hurt. You brought up uh, Tony Romo getting hurt, Sam Bradford getting hurt. You're from St. Louis, and that was with the Rams when the Rams were still in St. Louis. Is there like a highlight? Is there a great Odell catch? Is there something we're missing? Or is the preseason just like, it, it's a little teaser. It's like a, a bad appetizer when a delicious meal is coming in September. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting mozzarella sticks. What's a bad appetizer? Like potato skins? I don't love potato skins. This is like Warm the potato skins of the meal. cocktail. Yeah, right. Ew, <laughs> Warm I was at a party cocktail. this past weekend. They had beef wellington. Little mini beef Wellingtons. And I was like, I don't know if I ever really want beef Wellington. Um, yeah. I don't, so, especially in a mini form. But yeah, so it's a mini beef Wellington for the meal. But I, there is some importance. There's certainly some players that are getting opportunities out there to, you know, secure a sure. roster spot. Yeah, and this the is their third guy on yeah. the, yeah. Great. Okay. And they're trying to work out some things, get some cohesion with their team. It does serve a purpose, but it's not, not all that entertaining. What's crazy to me is, and again, there's great value in the NFL. It is an amazing television product. I have issues with watching it live. Me too. Um, I think that the crowds are super drunk. I think that I don't get replay. I took my wife to a game last year, and she was wondering where the first down line was because she thought that that was an actual line that really appeared on the field and didn't realize that's something you only get when you watch on TV. I love that. And and why anybody would go – for a preseason game, if you're a season ticket holder, Michelle, you're paying regular season prices for these games. It's not like you're getting some big discount. If you've got a suite, okay, at your home stadium, you're a company, you're a business, you're forking over. I mean, who knows how to watch as tonight Bla- Bailey Zappi takes the field for the New England Patriots. And, like, if it's if it's beneath Mac Jones <laughs> – which this game tonight is beneath. Is it something that is a sports-loving culture we really need? Should we really be canceling the preseason? But doesn't that just indicate how addicted we are to football as a society, that people are buying tickets to go watch preseason games, that there is some sort of excitement or fervor around the preseason? Michelle, we're on – how many affiliates is this show on? A couple hundred. We're on all over the country. We're on Sirius XM, Channel 80 – is there any – can we find one person listening to us right now that is going to one of the two games tonight? Because if I was a season ticket holder for a team, which I am not, I get to get into the games for free with a media pass. I understand. It's unfair. I get it. Can we find one person who is loading the kids into the car and saying, let's head on down to Gillette Stadium tonight where our New England – Daddy, is Tom Brady still? No, he retired. Daddy, what about Mac Jones? No, this game's beneath him. Kids, it's Bailey Zappy time. You'll shut up. You'll go where I tell you to go. We brought a picnic lunch, and you're going to enjoy it. See that guy in the hoodie? That's Bill Belichick. He's there. He's on the sideline. <laughs> He's there. He's there. Even, he will be there. Michelle, even he like probably doesn't even want to be there tonight. So Triple Eight say ESPN. <laughs> The experience of going to a preseason game. I mean, I guess it's cool for kids that don't go normally to get to yeah. see the stadium and the green of the grass. But I'm sorry. I don't care how big a Pats fan you are. You're not going to be watching this game in the fourth quarter. I will challenge you on that. I will refuse to believe 
that you are really sitting there in your basement lapping up whoever the fourth string quarterback and tight end is as they just try to get through the game without anybody getting a concussion. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Give us a call if you are going to one of the two preseason games tonight and you're really hyped for it. And if you're going to watch the entirety of a preseason game tonight or just any preseason game that you're really locked into. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman. You're, you could always find us, too, on SiriusXM Channel 80. Now, let's talk about having a target on your back. So much of our conversations in this off-season slash preseason have been about the New York Jets. There is a lot of hype surrounding them. A lot of people are saying Super Bowl or bust. So when you think about teams in the NFL, Aaron, that have the biggest target on their back, do Mm. you think it's the New York Jets? Even though they're a team that just hasn't been to the playoffs in, what, 12 years? No. The the team with the the biggest target on their back is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think so, too. To me, what that means is, like, the game everybody gets up for. You know, and the hard thing about being the defending champions or a team with a lot of buzz is nobody overlooks you. You know, I, I'm in Cleveland. I cover the Browns on a day to day. Everybody's going to be overlooking the Browns this year. Nobody believes in them. They're the Browns. I don't care that they have a ton of talent. They're going to find a way to go seven and ten and get their coach fired. That's a team that you could overlook. No <laughs> one's overlooking. If Patrick Mahomes is coming into your house, right? Like everybody's getting up for that game. Everybody's putting out their best effort for the game. To me, that's target on your back. The Jets are the team with the most hype, which to me is a separate conversation than quote unquote having a target on your back. I agree. And I was speaking with Shannon Penn, our producer, uh, before the show, and we were talking about this notion of pressure versus target on your back versus getting hyped up for a game. And I said, we have talked so little about the mm-hmm. defending champion Kansas City Chiefs this offense. It's om- or off season, excuse me. It's almost alarming because we've been talking about running backs and the pressure on the Cowboys and all of the hype with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. It it's almost like we are sleeping on the Chiefs. Not that we don't think they're going to be right there again, but we're barely discussing them, Aaron, which is uh, a scary thing. Aren't we kind of watching probably the greatest quarterback of all time? Now, I know the Brady people are going to go crazy on this. I don't know that there's a quarterback that's dominated the league the way Patrick Mahomes has for the last couple of years. It's basically a free trip to the AFC Championship game for them every year. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of these teams now, and I felt this way about the Warriors for a few years in the NBA, but that was now six, seven years ago. It's shocking when they lose. Like yeah. Immediately, you're like, wow. In order to get them to lose, the other team has to play great. And they, if they're at their best, they'll beat everybody. So they got to come out with a lackluster effort. And what's amazing to me is last year there were a couple of teams that were like in position to beat them. But every time, I don't care if he was playing on one leg, every time Mahomes got the ball at the end, he drove them down for the necessary game-winning score over and over and over again. And ultimately that's what carried them to a championship. Um, But I, I agree now that they've done this for so long, do you know what his record is in division road games? He's undefeated. Nuts. He's never lost a divisional game on the road. You know what his record is in road playoff games? Michelle, you know it's tough. You got to go on the road. Yeah. 70,000 screaming fans. He's 0 and 0. He's never had to play a road playoff game. 
So to me, you start throwing out those numbers. If I'm a defensive player on one of the other AFC contenders, Jets, Schmetz, I, I, I want the glory of taking down the king who is Patrick Mahomes right now. Not only Patrick Mahomes, but Andy Reid, too. How many coaches are staying up at night wondering what Andy Reid's got cooked up for them? So I'm with you. I think that not only because they're the defending champs, but they're building a dynasty. Would you consider them a dynasty yet, or do you think they need one more? I think they need one more. I think the thing that's keeping them from dynastic status, a third championship would be amazing, you know, obviously for that. But they also had a couple of AFC championship game failures. The fact that they blew that game to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. To me, that I mean, that's the the one early in Mahomes' career against Belichick that was super close game that went to overtime. Like, that's kind of understandable. Blowing the game to Cincinnati, I thought, was completely inexcusable. But give the Bengals credit. They're the team that's been able, the only one that's really been able to give Mahomes some problems in his career. At least make him sweat a little bit. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. We have some folks on the line that want to talk about preseason football. But before we get to them, let's check in with David in Colorado who wants to discuss Patrick Mahomes. David, welcome to Canty and Carlin. Hey, David. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good, thanks. What do you got for us? question for you does anybody not think one of the reasons Mahomes and the rest of them put up such great numbers these days is because you can't hit the quarterback anymore hello oh I think we lost David hello David I think that was Patrick Mahomes that disconnected that phone call um David essentially David was David was saying how much do you think Mahomes is greatness factor in the fact that you can't hit quarterbacks today whereas a Joe Montana back in the day it was open season on quarterbacks Michelle what do you think I mean, that's certainly a factor. It's a different game. They're being protected. But I think Patrick Mahomes has the elite skill set and talent that he would have translated in any era. Uh, his numbers isn't what blows me. Like how many yards he throws for, and that, that's not really the epitome of his greatness. What makes it so crazy for him is that he's beaten all the other quarterbacks. He didn't lose. You know, I mean, it, it, what's his playoff record? It's shockingly incredible. Then you take away the fact that he lost to Brady in the playoffs twice. Um, he's lost one other playoff game in his entire career. I go off of record. I know record shouldn't be a quarterback stat, so it's really as much a Chief thing as a Mahomes thing. But, man, you put him in any era. You could put him in the 40s when they didn't even know what the forward pass was and he'd be <laughs> kicking everybody's butt. I think the the better argument is, like, what would a Joe Montana or a Dan Marino do today? What would they look like today? Well, they'd, be re- they'd, be real, they'd be really good. And, you know, everybody thinks the era of their childhood is the dominant era. So, you know, David in Colorado is calling and he's like, you know, back in my day, we could hit the quarterback and they couldn't even get up. You know, it, the, the reality of it is the players are bigger, faster, stronger now than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. But that the great players of the past probably on a weight program and a diet could have been just as good as the great players of today. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. The question was about preseason football. How much preseason football do you watch? Are you going to the game tonight? We wanted to hear from you. Here's Joseph in Texas who wants to talk about Cowboys preseason football. What's up, Joseph? Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? We're good, thanks. All right, what I wonder, I'm not going to the Patriots game. I'm, I'm from Texas, and uh, I love the Cowboys. And, and I know the preseason game is kind of lackluster. I, I do understand that. But I don't know if y'all been to Cherry World before, but it's crazy expensive to go to good games and get good seats. I got tickets for the Saturday game and, and the Las Vegas game on the 26th, 
and I get to sit like right above the tunnel. Last year, I got all CD Lamb's autograph, Trayvon Diggs autograph. My son got to clap hands with him. Like you cannot experience that unless you got Buku money in, in, in the regular season game. So I know the games ain't all that, but bro, in Jerry World, <laughs> under my budget, I'm just being honest. I can get some bad, some good seats. Like Joseph, I, I appreciate so I appreciate it, and it, I feel bad hearing your story because the fact that those players step up and hang with kids yeah. and stuff like that in the preseason is really cool. It happens at training camp, also. Number That's one, awesome. number two, what's he going for, Michelle? He's going because he wants to see the stadium and he wants to see the big video board and he wants to hang out and get some players' autograph and slap five. He's not going for the Cooper Rush show. He's no. not, he's not going for the football product. On September 10th, if you're a Cowboy fan, you know, and you have ability to go to the game, I don't know, is the game in Dallas or New York? I don't even know. The first Sunday night game of the year is Giants-Cowboys. But, like, if you're a Giant or Cowboy, you're going for a football game. That's going for Cowboy Fest, basically. You know what I mean? Like it's, a Cowboy convention. Yeah, it's at New York, by the way. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm with you. He's going for the experience. He's going to give his child a memorable experience because what's the kid going to take away from that? I got to high five the players. I got to go and sit really close. They're not going to remember the football. They're going to remember the feeling. Yeah. And, and that's right. Um, so maybe we should discount the tickets <laughs> and we should really prioritize getting the kids in there. It's all about the kids. Because for us as adult sports fans, this is just I'm, I, I hate to say it, it's about as bad. And I'll watch, I'll be there. You're right, seven o'clock NFL Network. I'll be watching tonight as C.J. Stroud takes the field. I'll watch the highlights on Sports Center afterwards. But man, after about two series, I'm sick of the preseason, and I'm I'm done with the beef Wellington, the past <laughs> beef Wellington. And I'm ready to sit down for my chef-prepared, delicious entree, which is the NFL actual season. Yeah, it, it gives you—it doesn't satiate you. It just makes you hungry for more. Wait, so I just want to be clear about this. Yes. We threw out the number, 888-SAY-ESPN, right, at the beginning mm-hmm. of this segment. And we asked people if they're going to the preseason games. We did not find one person who was going to the preseason games tonight. What does that tell you? And number two, we, were, we found one person— who's excited about going to preseason. Folks, this is a nationally syndicated radio program for the worldwide leader in sports, for sports fans anytime, anywhere. One. We found one, Commissioner Goodell. What does that tell you? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of people tuned in right now, Aaron, that really want to die on the preseason football is lit hill. So I'm not, I'm not that surprised. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle's mom. And coming up next, we want to hear from you. If you do watch a lot of preseason football and you're hyped about it, give us a call 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And while we might think that preseason football is boring, what should we be looking for if we're tuned in tonight? A former front office executive is going to join us and tell us what to pay attention to. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Camp to camp, every rep, team to team. It's on this field where fortunes are made or lost. Continuing coverage. The countdown to kickoff rolls on. 28 days until the NFL season begins. Yeah, I like football, I like football season and all the things that go with it. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. Two preseason football games tonight. We have the Texans and the Patriots and the Vikings and the Seahawks. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman, and ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's welcome in our ESPN NFL front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, who joins us. Mike, thanks for the time. And we were just talking about how preseason football sometimes is not the most exciting product, but from a front office executive perspective, when you watch preseason football, what are you looking for? Yeah, great to be with you guys. Um, Obviously, if it's younger players, see if they're playing full speed, if they have a mastery level command of the playbook, especially when we get to skill players and obviously the quarterbacks. Um, It really starts with that because if they can't um, execute at a high level and move fast and play fast, you know, nothing else really matters. Mike, where do you come out on how much guys should play and how do you determine that? Yeah, it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all approach. So, um, you know, for guys where they've been in the same system, like a Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid, he doesn't have to play. But, you know, in other situations where Mac Jones has a new coordinator with Bill O'Brien or certainly, you know, C.J. Stroud tonight, you want to see those guys get out there and function. So um, I think context is really important depending on, how long the quarterback, the play caller have been together. Speaking of C.J. Stroud, Mike, when you're in a front office or you're a head coach and you're trying to determine when to play a rookie quarterback in the regular season, what things do you need to see from him in order to feel comfortable making that decision? Yeah, it starts with protections. Like the worst thing that could happen is a quarterback to feel like like they have protections in place where in a certain they get to the line of scrimmage and they look at the defense and they feel like they're protected. And then they take a big shot from the blind side because there was an unaccounted for a defender. That's really worst case scenario and understanding protections and have a mastery level of that usually takes several months out of minimum. So 
that to me is like the baseline threshold. Once that happens and they can get in and out of the huddle, minimize or eliminate pre-snap penalties, um, once those things happen consistently, that's when you are, they're ready to take the next step. But I think in the case of Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, I think those teams have done a great job of having real like great backups in terms of like an Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, and I would not be in a rush to start any of them. Mike, uh, what what do you think? Have you heard you know about the rookie class, if anything, since the camps have opened that have sort of maybe changed your perspective on on a player, on one of the quarterbacks, if there is anything? Well, you know, look, Anthony Richardson has unbelievable gifts, and I think he's going to be great. But if we go back to the Super Bowl guys, Patrick Mahomes, you know, basically sat his whole first year except for the last game. Jalen Hurts was dropped in the second round. Obviously, he sat behind Carson Wentz. So the point is the quarterback's in developmental position. So even though the signs uh, coming out of Indy are really strong about Anthony Richardson, again, I don't think there's any rush you know, for him to start given the fact that he played in 13 games in college. Our ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum joining us here on Canteen Carlin. And we won't see Geno Smith tonight, but Mike, I wanted to get your take on him. He obviously had an amazing bounce-back season last year. Do you think we're going to be able to see that from him consistently moving forward? Yeah, I do. And drafting Jackson, Smith, and Jigbus, uh, Zach Carboneau, those are, are players to be like adding to, obviously, DK Metcalf and Kenneth Walker. Like, There's other really good pieces there, and Again, I think it's a different version of what we talked about, but you know, Gino was a guy that had some growing pains in the position, but obviously has gotten better and uh, deserves the opportunity to continue, deserve the extension, and I expect him to continue to play at a high level. Mike, congratulations. I just named you commissioner of the NFL, and your <laughs> first decision is how many preseason games are really necessary, not as far as the money, but as far as getting a team ready for a season. It's really two, you know, and, and look, there's 21 joint practices, which is um, that trend is going to continue to go higher. And I think that's where a lot of the formative of work is going to happen. So you really want to have one tune up for the vets where they go out, you know, go through the pregame routine, put their uniforms on, and then one game where you can really focus in on, you know, the evaluation of the younger players. Our ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum here on Canteen Carlin. And Mike, there's probably no team that has more hype around them right now than the New York Jets. We saw in the first episode of Hard Knocks the team, Robert Sala, addressing all of the noise surrounding them. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? You know, I've been in that situation before. It's just the reality. I mean, candidly, it is what it is. When you trade for Aaron Rodgers, or in our case, when we trade for Brett Favre, that's what you're signing up for. Like you're trying to compete and win a championship. So look, the alternative is to be, you know, in obscurity, right? And nobody wants that. So I think you embrace it and take it head on. So I appreciate his approach and, and what he said to the team. Mike, every year there's a team that surprises that nobody is talking about that ends up making it to divisional playoff weekend. In your mind, who is it this year? Well, that's easy for me. It's the other end of this conversation. It's Jordan Love and the Packers. I think Jordan Love really benefited from you know sitting for three years behind Aaron Rodgers. It's a team that has eight first-round picks on defense and two great running backs in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and two great young receivers in Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. So assuming Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins are healthy, I think this is a team that's going to be a lot better than people realize. Always love the perspective from Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider. Be sure to follow him on social media at Real Tannenbaum. Mike, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. 
Okay, thanks so much, guys. The phone lines are lighting up, Aaron Goldhammer, on people that want to talk about preseason football. 888-SAY-ESPN, that's 888-729-3776. Shocking. We have, how many phones, Shannon, uh, our producer is with us. How, <laughs> how many phone lines we got here at ESPN, Shannon? Uh, we got at least six, not to mention some of the hotline, super okay. duper Ooh, secret the numbers. The, the, okay, so hotline we got blame. super The, the phone but, DMs. But uh, Michelle, in my experience here, when we got a hot topic working, everybody wants to chime in. Like, you can't get a phone line. Like, right, it's right. just like, boof. like it, you Busy have to signals. be lucky and you yeah. have to be. Right now, Michelle says the phone lines are lighting up and we have two people waiting on all <laughs> I've only screened two people. The saying. phone lines are actually full. I'll get Thank to screening you. the rest of you uh, I, at once we go to break. I, I got your back, we, Michelle. So, I know so how this right works, Shannon. People, hold he on, puts Sh- the two best on the don't screen. Don't let Goldhammer do this to you. No, they're they're calling the in. They love preseason. Shannon is waiting, making people sit there and wait, not even talking to them. Like, come on, Shannon. Treat our fans with a little bit more respect. Get right to them because we've got red-hot preseason football <laughs> takes coming out of Michelle's ears right now, I guess. And we're going to hear some more next. Plus, Bill Mickelson wagered over a billion dollars. A billion dollars. We'll talk about all that next. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. The countdown to kickoff rolls on. Jordan Love's had a little bit of an up and down start. Right now he just threw a pass that was tipped and intercepted. Nobody gets you closer to the action. As I say that, Jordan Love just sailed one over Romeo Dobbs' head on a sideline route. And I mean nobody. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. The NFL does live here. Even preseason football, which is what we're talking about on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776 if you want to hop in on the conversation. We just want to hear from people that love preseason football. Michelle, oh, we got Michelle one. Do, you, do you smell that? You what smell is that? that? You know what it is? Football? It's football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a whiff. I smell it. <laughs> it's preseason. Someone call Bailey Zappy because it's time. Preseason football is like when you get the knockoff cologne at, at like Target or at the gas we, station. We, that's a great point. We went to D.C. on a trip when I was a kid, you know, just to like, I don't know, see our nation's capital. Mm-hmm. And they had like uh, all like uh, I was the, like, I was ninth grade. And I remember I bought for my girlfriend a Prado purse. <laughs> Not, it, like it wasn't Prada. It was like out the back of some guy's truck. You do have res. And it said Prado, and I was like, hey, like, here, I got your Prado. And I got a, a pen that was like a – it wasn't Mont Blanc, which I guess are like fancy pens. Do you have a nice pen? Um, I don't. 
this was like Mont Blanc. Like there was no T at the end oh, okay. of Mont. And then I, they had Dietz by Bray the last time I was in Washington. Dietz by like, Bray. Deet, you want some Dietz? Dietz by, by Bray. Bray. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dietz by Good Bray. Headphones. Dietz. I, I just remember in the office when Michael Scott was like, don't throw out my Dracar Noir. And he was like, that's not what it says. He's like, it's a perfect smell alike, which is what the preseason is like. It's a perfect smell alike of NFL it's football. No, it's a really. bad appetizer, but it yeah. gets you so excited about the real thing. Well, someone's excited about preseason football, and it's Mike in Washington who joins us here on Canteen Carlin. What's up, Mike? Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, you know, it's, like you said, it's football. And I know it's not the full buffet, but at least you get a little bit of a taste of football. Um, but for someone that's an avid fan of a particular team, you know, you get to see the position battles. You get to see the players that are on the bubble, either undrafted guys or late-round draft picks, trying to, you know, trying to make the team. And uh, every once in a while, some of those guys, they make the team, they contribute. I know I'm a big CLC Hawks fan. We have guys like Doug Baldwin and Chris Carson and uh, guys that are undrafted that not only become uh, starters, but key contributors to a team. So in preseason, that's, you know, you get to see some of that. And uh, again, it's, it's football. Thanks for the call, Mike. Aaron, do you have anything you'd like to say to that? It is football. I would rather watch the old Pro Bowl. Before it got turned into the Pro Bowl games, then some guy try to make the like I, I I'd rather watch high school. I, I line me up, set me up here in Northeast Ohio for a bunch of high school football games. I would rather watch that because at least the best players are playing. Here's the real barometer because I watched Hard Knocks and you did not. Would you rather watch preseason football or episode one of Hard Knocks? Hard Knocks by a mile. Wow. Okay, so you really dislike preseason. I think this is what'll happen for me. I'll I'll get a little, uh, you know, as the caller said, I'll taste a little uh, appetizer of C.J. Stroud tonight, and then he'll leave, and then I'm going to be zooming around looking for a Shawshank Redemption or a. You know, little Little League World Series. I might take a little Little League World Series over the backups. But when Stroud's in there, I mean, I guess I'll be paying attention to that. But about yeah. 15 minutes in, I'm going to be all about what's going on on ESPN. Well, what about Jamin in South Carolina? Jamin, are you going to be locked in to preseason what, football tonight? What's up, Jamin? I, I tell you what, I cannot take another home renovation reality show <laughs> that just takes – my brain and turns it into mush. I can't do it. I, I am over trying to redesign my bathroom five, six different ways so that my, you know, that my wife can change the next day. I'm just saying, this is not, this is, this is something I can go to the couch and say, it's time to watch football and enjoy it. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I'd rather watch any sport, especially football then watch how I can change my rug in my bathroom or whatever. So I'm this is the day Jamin in South Carolina is taking back the remote, telling the property brothers to get lost and welcoming Bailey Zappy back into his home. This is correct. <laughs> Today's a big day in, in Jamin's household in South Carolina. But I, I do think that a lot – that was probably the most relatable call on preseason football we're going to get today because it's not as if he said he was even excited to watch the game. He just doesn't want to watch HGTV anymore. Yep. It just – I'll tell you what, for the Hall of Fame game, you know what got me excited? 
I loved the sound of the theme. Mm-hmm. I love the the high shot from the Goodyear blimp. It just reminded me that it's still out there somewhere, that real football does exist and that it's slowly but surely coming. And it is a total marketing tease because, Michelle, we're going to be watching tonight. And I guarantee you about 10 minutes in, that guy is going to be handing the remote back to his wife and he's going to be watching, you know, fix it or lose it or whatever the shows are called on uh, on the networks that he's stuck watching during the offseason. But shout out to Bravo and the St. Louis and Andy Cohen, who's built quite an empire. But you know what is so funny about this, Aaron, is I'm thinking, yeah, I'm like you. I'm going to tune in to see a bit of C.J. Stroud, and then I'm out. And then you know what I'm going to pivot to? Probably the Johnny Manziel doc, maybe Hard Knocks, maybe Quarterback on Netflix. Even if I pivot, it's to football content. Okay, here's here's what I think. (laughs) I would rather watch the replay of a game from last year than watch preseason football. Especially if it's not my team. But I know the ratings don't back that up. Like, people are just desperate. We're all desperate. We're just thirsty for a fix of football goodness. And then we'll look back in September when we've got college, Thursday night. We've got Mm -hmm. Mac games in the middle of the week. And it's just, (laughs) it's everywhere. Like, football season is really short, Michelle. Doesn't it feel that way? It flies by. It really does. Once you get in it, it flies by. Appreciate it, folks, because tonight you're going to be stuck watching Bailey Zappi. So when September 10th comes, just take a minute to look to the heavens and thank the sports gods for actual football. That was very Billy Madison of you. Like, you're shaking America's head and being like, cherish it. Cherish the season. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman. And coming up next, who is more on the line this season In regards to the New England Patriots, is it Bill Belichick or Mac Jones? We'll talk about it next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.